Welcome to the Families of Character show. I'm your host, Jordan Langdon, and as a wife, mom, and licensed clinical social worker, you get practical parenting stories, research-based parenting solutions, and most of all, support. Lean in and let yourself be inspired and reminded of the gifts you have as a parent. Let's jump right in. Friends, today's topic about a sense of belonging is top of mind for me. My family just returned from a two-week road trip where we visited 10 states in 13 days. We actually traveled through 13 states in 13 days, but only 10 of them were new to us. So this is part of a bigger 50 states goal for our family. And maybe someday I'll do an episode all about that and how that goal came to be. But following that trip, I had to turn right around the next day and go to Dallas for another week for a podcasting conference. So This morning, when I returned to the gym I belonged to, after a three-plus-week break, I was blown away by the welcoming committee that met me at the door. Ida and Tim, Coach Scott, they couldn't have been more joyful in welcoming me back. And once we got into our workout, our coach even changed the music on his playlist to play my favorite song and get me pumped up. Listen, after like an hour of pouring sweat and almost throwing up, true story, that stinking rower gets me every time. (laughs) After all that, I left there feeling like I belong. I belong to a community of like-minded people who are getting to know me, who are also prioritizing their health and fitness and really truly have a desire to connect with others while they're doing it. And that made my day. Connection and belonging. But you might be wondering, Jordan, how does your little group at the gym relate to parenting and family life? I don't know about you, But I can honestly say, I don't think my husband or kids would say I'm much of a welcoming committee when they've been away for the day. But why is that? I talk all about how our family is the most important team we will ever be part of. So if that's true, then how can we create that sense of belonging in our homes among the members of our family, so they will feel like coming back through the door day after day, week after week, and even long after they've flown from the nest and are on their own. Because isn't that what we want? Let's just take a look at why it matters that people feel like they belong. Amelia Frank Meyer talks about this in her TED Talk, and the TED Talk's titled The Human Need for Belonging, and you can find it on YouTube. She says, quote, human beings were made to connect with other humans. It is essential not only to our thriving, but to our very surviving. Human infants are born the most vulnerable mammals on the planet. 
Other mammals are born and are able to crawl to their food source and climb on their mama's back to go for a swing in the jungle. But not our babies. Our babies are born and they just lay there and cry until another human being comes to connect with them. And if another human being does not come, they die. End quote. Parents, this is true. We were made for human connection. In this TEDx talk, she goes on about the importance of attachment, stating that, quote, it's not enough for children to feel physically protected and safe, although obviously very important. They must also feel psychologically safe. And the way they feel psychologically safe is to be claimed, to belong, to have a secure protector to whom they are connected, end quote. Y'all, children come into this world literally connected to their mother through their umbilical cord. Not only are they physically connected to us from the start, They need that psychological and emotional connection and belonging to survive and thrive. And you know I'd be remiss as a therapist not to share the stats about the reality of people not feeling like they belong. And I'm telling you, all studies show that people with a low sense of belonging are more likely to have suicidal thoughts and even a history of suicide attempts. So, what are we doing in our homes to claim our children, to foster a true sense of belonging, and not only our children, but our spouse too? How is our behavior communicating a safe, secure relationship that our spouse and children want to connect with, and belong to. So I want to give you a few examples from parents in our online community of just how you can do something small each day to connect and set that foundation with your spouse and kids. Okay, so in regards to ways to dial up connection and belonging with your spouse, here's something a stay-at-home mom shared with us. She said, A few minutes before I know my husband's going to walk through the door from work, I start gathering my kids together so that we can welcome him in. She said, we stop what we're doing and are intentional about meeting him at the door to give him a huge hug. And she said, I'll even just make a simple statement of gratitude for him working hard for our family which really gives him validation that we notice the sacrifices he makes for our family. And doing this also helps him transition from his work environment into the home so he can be present and available for us. She said he appreciates us so much and it helps all of us connect and feel like a team. Great example. Another mom shared how at the dinner table... They go around and play Bloom, Thorn, Bud. I'll say that again. Bloom, Thorn, Bud. 
Bloom means they share something that went well in their day. Thorn indicates something difficult or painful they experienced that day. And then Bud stands for something they're looking forward to the next day. She said, this simple dinner chat has really helped my kids open up and share some vulnerable things. And that it's also helped them not get mired down in the negativity and complaining because they end with something hopeful about the next day. Brilliant. I love these practical tips. Another mom shared that she aims for 12 hugs or touch points per day with each child. Does that sound like a lot to you? Well, what she said was that she heard this recommendation from a very famous family therapist named Virginia Satir. And Virginia Satir says, we need four hugs a day for survival, eight hugs a day for maintenance, and 12 hugs a day for growth. Guys, snuggle those kids in the morning, your spouse too, when they get home from school and work and again at bedtime. The value of human touch really can never be underestimated. I remember a personal friend of mine who had been divorced for about 10 years and we were meeting up for coffee one time and he said, Jordan, I look forward to my haircut once a month because it's literally the only time anyone ever touches me. You guys, physical touch is powerful. What a great way to connect with someone, to give them a hug or 12 in a day. Another great tip from one of the dads in our community, he said, my daughter's a teen and when she gets home from school, I get her all settled in with a cool drink on the couch and then I offer a foot rub while she's relaxing. He said it's a great way to connect with her after she's been at sports practice all day and on her feet. And he said, it's amazing how she'll open up and talk about her day. So again, providing something that she enjoys, uh, her favorite drink, maybe it's her Gatorade or Powerade or something, and then just offering to rub her feet. That sounds fantastic. Another dad says he loves to wrestle with his kids right when he comes in the door from work. My husband is definitely one of these guys. But this dad said, they all end up laughing and exerting energy, and it's a great way to unwind and connect. Guys, I can say with certainty that my own kids love this type of connection and bonding with their dad and I. And I'll admit, I just lay there and squeal like a pig while they're tickling me and like my face is turning blue and I'm without oxygen because I'm just laughing so hard. I am terribly ticklish. But what a great way to let loose and connect. How about some intentional one-on-one time with each child just for like 10 or 15 minutes a day? Another way to connect is just start with your youngest child first. Maybe you spend the last 15 minutes of the evening with them before you tuck them in. You communicate this to your family and say, hey, that 15 minutes before I tuck you into bed at night is just going to be you and I. And just spend some one-on-one time doing something special with them. And then move on to the next one who will be going to bed. 
I know I really connected with my oldest child after my younger ones were in bed for the night, just watching a show together and chatting about it as we watched it together. You guys, these are small ways we can help foster a sense of belonging and connection with our family members. The answer to unifying your family and fostering that sense of belonging doesn't have to be difficult. It's not some crazy scientific formula, even if you feel like your family is totally disconnected. And by the way, if you haven't listened to episode 10 of our podcast, the title of it is How to Implement a Weekly Family Meeting and Why Meetings Matter. If you haven't listened to that, check it out. This episode gives you just a really simple formula for creating that intentional time for your family each week in a super meaningful way. Parents, all of this that I've talked about today points to spending intentional time together, not just time in the car driving to school or the one-off drive to the mountains or the beach where you feel like you're connecting or Even the two-week road trip where you share your bedroom, bathroom, and car space 24-7 with four other people. Although there is connection going on in all of those scenarios too. But if you really want to know how to dial up the connection just a little bit further, it's the weekly dedicated time where everyone in the family knows they can settle in get oriented to what's going on in the family calendar, and then come together to work on a common objective of doing good. This sounds a little like my experience at the gym this morning, right? Intentional time to meet up, work on getting better as a team, and then counting on each other to show up again the next time. You guys, I spoke to a mom in our Thrive community the other day, and she told me, that she and her husband have a weekly family meeting with their two- and four-year-old daughters. Not because their daughters have big problems or that they even weigh in much on what's going on in the family calendar because they're so young right now, but they are committed to this intentional time every week because they know they are building a foundation of belonging with their daughters. They know that if they keep up with this weekly family meeting, once their daughters are teenagers and they do run into some really difficult scenarios with their peers or even questions about the culture, they're going to feel rooted and grounded in the family and feel safe to share. So parents, circle back to episode 10 for those step-by-step instructions on how to implement a simple weekly family meeting so you too can start creating that foundation. After over 150 family meetings, I'm going to tell you, our family is tighter now than ever. The culture of our family has truly been transformed and continuing to grow in unity and belonging continues to be one of our highest priorities together. I love this quote. The most important work you will ever do is within the walls of your own home. Parents, prioritize your spouse. 
prioritize your kids, connect, take action, start a weekly family huddle this week. We've got all the resources to help make it easy. Episode 10 is a great place to start. And by the way, if you want to belong to a community of like-minded parents, join that private Facebook group I've been talking about, the Thrive Community by Families of Character, where you will be welcomed and know that you too belong.